0: Check out We Are Cavin Football Podcast in association with McAvoy Supervalue Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range. In store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Supervalue Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast. Because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the McEvoy Super Value GEF podcast brought to you by We Are Cavin. On today's show, we're going to be revealing our Kiko Sports Team of the Week, our Cavin Crystal Hotel Player of the Week for Week 3, and our DT1 menswear top scorer of the week um, for week three, as well. As we look back over some of the action and some of the players, the highlights and the big performances from the weekend gone by. Busy weekend of action twenty Club championship games in Cavan, and to look back over all the action and to decipher the the uh, I suppose the, the the dancers from the club foots. I'm joined by Paul Fitzpatrick. I don't know which bracket I'm going to put you in, Paul. I won't even I won't even won't even ask you about your dancing skills because <laughs> I'm sure like everything else is it it's top top notch, but. Let's just before we get into these uh, the, the awards, we put up a poll on Instagram um, asking: Should there be relegation out of the junior championship? Given the way the table has transpired and looking at the the results, it, it looks like there is a gap at the bottom. Um, very interesting poll, and I, I'm still, I think that there should be relegation. I, I have to say, I I think that that teams need to find their level wherever that level may be, and and I don't think that we're serving. Any of the teams who are, you know, adrift and have been adrift for a long time in the, in some cases and others who are joining the adrift because it gives them a security blanket, I think. Um, I don't think we're serving them well by not allowing a fluctuation here.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think we'll return to this one day, I mean, uh, on a later podcast because we've a lot to get through today. But, but I was surprised by all the responses that came in. This is a subject that really caught people's imagination. And i I'm was just going to read out all the responses. Um, so the question was, should there be relegation from the Junior Championship? And the answers were as follows. Yes. Next person says, yes, Mahershite, which was very harsh. Uh, yes, yeah. it's done in plenty of other counties. Yes, no point in Maher, Swad Corla getting hammered year after year. Uh, then there was a lot of talk about where they're going to relegate them to. This was a big team. So next person says, what are you going to put below that? Next person says, too hot next guy says no no teams like Rammer and Crush would have two teams in senior yes yes teams happy to just compete would raise the standard for the mid-table team yeah totally agree with most point on the pod some of those teams are totally skewing the draw no leave mahara alone here's an interesting one no but there should be a team of the week for every level
0: <laughs> okay
1: yeah that's a, is an interesting one it's an interesting one to to what Mm. No, to where <laughs> this is literally mm. 10 people said this definitely not. No point punishing teams for having limited resources, chance can't change demographics. Uh, yeah, I fair. don't
0: agree that, that but, that's punishing a team,
1: yeah. And I don't, I don't think you, you can always blame demographics because there's some teams that could be in the mix there that should be doing better. Uh, no, it would finish some junior clubs as they wouldn't get back up, back up to what though, back up to the. To not winning the game in the junior championship for years, I don't think that's. Anyway, uh, yes, bottom two into reserve grade, unfair on the score difference sense. maybe a possible score cap. Few people suggested that we that you you cap the scores, so you can only win by get a score difference of a maximum of ten or whatever. I think you're you're contorting yourself there to to pretend it's a fair competition. Teams that don't make the top eight play a secondary competition. I like that idea.
0: I like that idea but but as as you said and and reminded me on the Die Hard podcast, it's been tried and the clubs didn't buy into it. County
1: you should put up a holiday. Uh probably <laughs> probably a bit harsh. <coughs> to Swan and bar. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, probably yeah. Oh God, sorry. Yes, and promotion from division one reserve championship would bring a bit more competitiveness to it. Given how poorly B teams do when entering the leagues, no, tried and failed experiment. Uh, I don't think it is failed because back when, when junior teams were allowed into the junior championship there was lots of times when they did well like you had Mullerhorn making the final and you had uh, Gavin Gales made a
0: semi-final
1: yeah and the Gales were strong even in intermediate when they were mid-play intermediate I remember Crush, Red Hills had quite a good team about 20 years ago um, and Crutchula beat Red Hills in the junior championship game at Breffney and it was Crutchula's yeah. second team uh, the world didn't stop when when that was the case yeah uh, Mara relegated to under 20 Division 3. So, some of the people are saying, Where should they go? And this guy, mm-hmm. now that's, just, now that's just lousy. Uh, yeah, and I think looking at his jersey and his profile picture, that he might be from a neighboring club. Uh, responded another guy responded to your, to your question, No. Uh, another guy, someone says, To where? this fella says, Ladies, <laughs> that's, a bit, that's a bit much. Uh, next guy just says, Yes, someone else says, To where? Leitrim uh relegated to Leechrim. I mean, come on. Yeah, yes, give something for the teams at bottom to fight for and not just showing up every year. You know what, David, we never reveal the identity of people who send in their comments. Uh but you'd be surprised some of the places that some of these people are coming from. Some of the clubs that are at the bottom uh of Division Three, and it would be in the mix for relegation if it's there, it's it's some of their people that are replying saying yes, yes there should be relegation, which is interesting.
0: Yeah, we we also had a comment in on um on our diehard service from from one of our diehard listeners who is from one of those clubs and and basically mentioned well sorry uh, is from Kildallan basically and and, and said look at you're you're right on everything that you said on the diehard podcast about Kildallan the way the club is and and that they should be doing so much better um considering the resources that they have in terms of population compared to some other clubs there so um like the, the the funny thing is that a lot of people in these clubs know the reality of where they're at and 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 can see that the current system isn't going to get them out of it and that's mm. that's an important thing is that they they want to get out of there they mm. what, what ends up happening is you're going to have a lot of people who are so lacking motivation because they can't See a target that's achievable, that the standards drop, the 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 effort drops, and therefore the target gets further and further away. So, some, some, that's something that's it, that's yeah. it, one hundred percent. In order for it to change, the, the the most common comment there was to where and the right. In order for it to change, it has to go like we have in Mead. So obviously we have our sister podcast up in 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 Mead. They have their their second team championships. They're running at the same time. So they're playing games on a Friday night with the second team and then on the Sunday or Saturday with the first team or whatever the case may be. So the championships are on the same weekend, whether it's your club's first team or your second team. And that's the only way that that works in order for there to be relegation out of junior.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Dr. I, mean, I, I know this guy and at one time he came out with some mental con- conspiracy theory to me and, uh, uh, I'm not even going to repeat it but it was absolutely off the wall but worse than mine like uh, <laughs> I said to him, Jesus you're some conspiracy theorist and in, in, with a straight face he says to me look I prefer the term truth seeker so some <laughs> people <laughs> some people might call us hype merchants on this podcast but I prefer prefer the term agents for change so <laughs> I, I think we're we're pushing things in the right direction Okay, that's, that, there's a lot more comments but that was a flavour
0: Brady's a limit. and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.brady'sarva.ie for more details. Okay, folks, we'll, we'll get straight into it because we have to uh, get through our team of the week. Uh, our Sorry, our Kiko Sports team of the week. Um, we'll start off in goals, Paul. The nominations that have come in are Paddy Galligan, Killigary, Liam Brady, Rammer. Um, Gary Rock, Muncher Connacht, Donald Maguire from Templeport, Fergal O'Rourke from Lara, and Michael Shorten from Butler's Bridge. A few good performances that I've seen here. I have to say, Donald Maguire pulled off a really good save, crucial against Beltor. But Fergal O'Rourke, I don't even have to tell you what I loved about his game, you know it. Kickouts, just love his kickouts. He, he, he just he's like the best golf swing you've ever come across except he's using his boot so he can drive it low he can ping it high he, he just does everything with it I love love watching Fergal O'Rourke kick out the ball, just give me give me his highlights reel and i would sit all night watching him but <laughs> um, yeah, excellent but who do we go for?
1: We went for Michael Churn in the end from Butters Bridge um, kept a clean sheet obviously against Rammer the bridge played defensively on the day but he still was, was exposed for a couple of goal chances and he saved them really well, he made Two really good saves. One was from Sean Brady who rose up and flicked the ball and, and Sheridan managed to keep it out. And the other was from Paddy McNamee where a bridge defender um got the ball, did really well to get the ball, I just literally hand-passed it straight to Paddy McNamee right in front of the goals. And I don't think Paddy was even ready for it. And he took a shot and from point-blank range. Michael Sheridan uh got, got down and saved it with his foot at the expense of a 45, which Liam Brady actually scored a 45. But uh, two, two of the best saves I saw all weekend from the same man.
0: Brilliant. Well done to Michael Shordan from Butler's Bridge. Okay, full back line then the nominations are Daryl Dunn from Kill Gary, Liam Bannon from Templeport, Barry Fortune Cavan Gales, Danny Cusick Lavie, Sean Clark, Muncher Connacht Philip McArdle, Dromalee Fergal McKenna from Lara and Finn Riley from Lacken. A few really good uh, performances here across the full back line. In fact, I think that's the most nominations we've we've had in for a full back line, which maybe shows that the the defenders are are stepping up. And we've been complaining about defenders for for a while that they're not fit to deal with the high ball. But a lot of these defenders done exceptionally well at the weekend. And um, the three we went for in our full back line were Barry Fortune from Cavan Gales, Danny Cusick from Lavi, and Fergal McKenna from Larry United. Um, big big performances. I thought Fergal McKenna was was. Colossal for um for Lara out, out against Gauna. Just he is he's he's the he's the backbone of that Lara team when it comes to, you know, leadership and and, and dealing with situations that need a, a player to step up. He always steps up. He scored a point just driving through where it looked like it was a uh an eighteen-year-old playing with fourteen year olds, he just ran through the Gauna boys and, and fisted it over the bar. Um and it just his general play is, is excellent there. So, And I thought Barry Fortune um, was was massive in curtailing what's a good Mullerhorn forward line, but it didn't look like a good Mullerhorn forward line. And he he seemed to be picking up Cormac O'Reilly on quite a few occasions, and maybe not all the time, but he uh, he, he he had the better of the battle. I thought he was the outstanding defender for Cavan Gales at the weekend gone by. You've seen Danny Cusick.
1: Yeah, Danny. Danny had a great game with Jordan Morris. Just old school man, Mark, it wasn't. Uh, Danny doesn't make the team of the week for his scores or for his glorious passes, or anything. He's an out, out defender and a, and a really good one. And uh, like he, he relished that that challenge uh, of facing Danny of facing Jordan Morris and did really well. Yeah, just just on, Fergal McKenna. I actually think that Lara are a team that might match up well to Calvin Gills. I I think Fergal McKenna would relish the challenge of Mark and Garrod, McKernan. and I'm not saying that he'd get the better of Grode. Nobody can the answer that with anyone that are yeah. gonna go out and, and mark Grode out of a game, but he he could have potential to do so. I think they match up well against the Gales. I'd be interested to see that game if it happened to come up in a quarter final or something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. 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 Good yeah. full back line there now.
0: Yeah. Okay, half back line the nominations were Keane Riley from Killigarry, Colin O'Reilly from Mullahorn Chris Conroy from Lavy, James Brady from Den and Shane Fitzpatrick from Beltorbut. Um Colin O'Reilly was an interesting one for me on this. Like if if we were picking team of the week on a first half display, he'd be there because I thought he had he had he growed well wrapped up in the first half. He won three, four balls that were sent in that were 50-50 ball. Um, maybe even slightly towards Garode's advantage, but you could always see that the physical conditioning of the county man was going to pay off at some point. And then when it paid off, it paid off in dividend. Um, you know, but a really good display and a show that if Colin O'Reilly had the same level of conditioning that Garoad had, you know what, what he could be, he, he he definitely has a lot going for him. Um, who do we go for in the half back line, though?
1: In the half back line, we ended up going for Kean Riley from Killarney, Chris Conroy from Lavi, and James Brady from Den. Good job. I, I saw Kean and Chris up close, uh, well, not that close, I was the opposite of <laughs> yes. but uh, they wouldn't let you inside it. <laughs> <laughs> they were brilliant. The two fellas were brilliant. Keen is carrying an injury, um, and I don't know how bad it is, but you could see that he was starting to slow up. He was starting to have a slight limp and they eventually took him off as it was talking with the last day. But like his passing was brilliant. He was getting stuck in. Loved it. Loved the rough and tumble of it. And really, really did well. Chris Connery had an extraordinary game, I felt, against Kingsford. Every time I looked up, he was on the ball. You, you, you'd pick up your notes to write something. Look up, oh, jeez, there's Connery again. His possessions must have been off the charts. He scored a 45. I think he scored from play. Uh, he, he just had a brilliant game. And James Brady... I'm informed was, was super for Dan against Sherkirk.
0: Yeah, James Brady for me was was excellent. His tackling was super, real clinical, real accurate. And then what he brings is an open play, driving at, at defenders from a defensive position was was really good. Uh, so well done to James Brady. Another player that, sorry, I forgot to mention on the nominations was Finn Barkonnity from Butler's Bridge um, really good performance there as well but the halfback line is Key and Riley Killigarry, Chris Conroy from Lavy and James Brady from Den uh, in the middle of the field a lot of nominations in here as well Robert Maloney Derham from Cavan Gales Darren Gaffney Crushalot Owen Martin Templeport Killian Clark with 5 points for Shercock Philip Mina for Lacken Evan Fortune 2 points for Cavan Gales Conor Brady from Gowna and Mark McSherry um, from Den we went with Owen Martin in the middle of the field from Templeport and Philip Moyna from Lacken, um two outstanding displays. I thought when the when the chips were down or when the chips were never really down for Templeport, but when Beltorbutt were really asking questions of them of Templeport physically, Owen Martin stepped in and showed his years of experience, his physicality, his 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 um just determination in, in certain situations to to show the, the rest of the boys, if there was anybody from Templeport that was going to back away, all they had to do was look at Owen Martin and say, well, I'm not backing away here. And then when the game was was needed to be won, his fielding in the middle of the field and turning into real quality passes into the forward line, I thought was just brilliant. So an outstanding display by by Owen Martin. And Philip Mina, I just, I think he's playing the best football I've ever seen him play. He's he was involved in the goal for lacking. He was just covering every blade of grass out around the middle of the field and just simple, effective stuff. Not, not the overly spectacular, but every time you're mentioning lacking in possession, it seemed like Philip Moyne's name was being mentioned. Um, and, and then a gutsy defensive display as well. So I think he's playing as well as I've probably ever seen Philip Moyne play and, and his display against Crush Law at the weekend was just brilliant.
1: Fair play to him. Like Phil has been on the go for Lacken for a long number of years now. Like, and he, he's uh he's equally comfortable in defence or in attack. Um, he's tenacious as hell. Uh, yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant servant for Lacken. and Owen. Different, totally different type of player to to mine now, but like big, strong man in the middle of the field. Like excellent in the air, and he's a huge player for this type of forward team as well. So well done to the two lads.
0: Okay, half forward line nominations: Ushin Kiernan from Den. Uh, Jack McKenna, Lara, Sean Kenny with 2-2 for Coo Hollands. Kean Bourne, Drummer Lee, I think he finished mm-hmm. with 1-3. One, one um, La- Liam McEntee, Butler's Bridge. Shane Sexton from Coot Hill. Adam Rehill with five points for Mount Nugent. Liam Gallagher with five points for Templeport. David Shalvey off the bench for Crushelaw. Um, we're putting him in the forward line because that's where he is Like he he, he might he might wear a cornerback's jersey at the odd time but he definitely came in in the half forward line at the weekend and Shane Tynan from Bannamacchew again uh, nominated for a good display
1: One late, one late nomination David, who I forgot to mention too was Simon Cadden for Rammer as well came off the bench for his first um, football of the year and kicked two absolute worldies from the right wing
0: In a tight game
1: Yeah yeah. You know, it was good yeah. going out. Definitely Who do we go for? This this was hard to pick. Uh, and Sean Kenny could count himself unlucky with, with any day he scored 2 2 in the championship in a in a wing forward position there. But <clears throat> the, the the half forward line we went for here was Jack McKenna, Adam Rehill, and Liam Gallagher.
0: Fourteen points from your half forward line wouldn't be half bad, and I think pretty much all of it came from open play. Um Jack McKenna
1: two Liam, Liam scoring five or six from play there against against a mean Bill Torbett outfit. Yeah, um, it's a great score. And Adam and
0: he Reeves, ran it. He, yeah, he, he absolutely really? ran the show. Like it was, like, like we said, there was a lot of talent in that Tampa forward line. Um, but when, when it came to it, Liam was just everywhere and he scored not just your simple ones because he scored them too, but he scored some spectacular ones outside of the right boot. Uh, he scored, I think he might have scored one on his left foot as well. So showed a great range of ability and he looks like he's got that. You know, when he was under 21 and that age group, his pace was electrifying. He looked like he had that pace there again, which I hadn't seen in quite a while. So, um, no, I thought a brilliant, brilliant display by Liam Gallagher in a very, very difficult game against Beltorbis. Um, and Jack McKenna as well, two attacking marks against a Gown of Defence that, you know, would, would, we were saying about how, well, you know, a Gown of Defence wouldn't let road win, win that sort of ball they didn't manage to handle um, Jack McKenna. Two attacking marks, two points from open play. They had to move Conor Brady back in onto him to try to curtail him a bit, but Garnet ended up losing midfield as a result of that. So it was one of those situations that Jack McKenna really dictated the game um, out in baden against Lara. A, a, a top quality display by, by McKenna. And Adam Rehill five points.
1: Adam Real, five points in a, in a... A close game against Red Hills, a game that his team absolutely had to win, and against a team who they've locked horns with a good bit in the last couple of years and have lots of close games and and uh, flip flop and results. So Adam really really stepped up there. This the my forward. I was, I was thinking about this my forward line. I think it would be over the top to to go around saying it's a senior standard forward line, but I was trying to compare it to some of the teams, uh, say mid mid ranking intermediate teams, teams like that, even the. Better intermediate teams, I think it's probably right up there. I'd like to see how this forward line would go against an intermediate defence because along with Adam, you've obviously got Craig Mullen and you've got uh Kieran Caffrey and you've got Ben Brunton. Uh, ben Brunton there, or Ned as well at times up front. You've got David Shorten bringing the experience. So uh different uh, uh forwards are stepping up on different days.
0: Yeah. Definitely so. It'll be interesting to see just how far they can go into the championship. Um. Okay, into the full forward line on the Kiko Sports team of the week. The nominations are Sean O'Kane from Drummelee with five points. Ben Connery from Den with a goal and two. Pierce Smith from Crush Law with a goal and five. Michael Owens from uh, Drum Lane with one, two. Endo Shea, Muncha Connaught, seven points. Grodd McKiernan, Cavan Gales, one goal and five. Killian Galligan from Lacken, one goal and seven. Packy Leddy Red Hills, one goal and five. Michael Brady, um, I don't think he was really in the full forward line, but he's been nominated in here from Bally Hayes. Um David, or Tommaso Keefe, one goal and four for Dromalee. Enda Henry, four points or five points, I think he finished with. Connor Casey, a goal and a point for Gauna, And Craig Mullen, a goal and five for Mike um, Nugent. A busy, busy full forward line. Plenty of scores to be had there. Who do we go with?
1: We went for... At fifteen-year-old McCarron, who was kind of locked down that number fifteen jersey on team of the week in fairness, yeah, uh, he's been playing brilliant. Pierce Smith had a had a fantastic game for a crush the last side, down a couple of bodies. Like he stepped up. Obviously, mm-hmm. Stephen Smith's missing. Adrian Smith is, is looking like he's out for a while. Uh, Pierce stepped up there, hits one five against Lakin and all clawed, open play. That's great going and clawed yeah. it back for them uh, when they were losing. And then Killian Galligan was was absolutely superb in the same game.
0: Yeah, outstanding at the other end of it. That's a, it's a serious good full forward line. The three lads who, who were in there, like Grode McKeown won four in the second half. He scored a three in the first half and then hit, um, one four, you know, when, when, when he just showed his superior physical conditioning to pretty much anybody. Um, and again, without Gerold, would, would Cavan Gales have, have won as comfortably? I don't think so. I think they might have just got over the line, but he was the outstanding performer in the, in the game overall. Um, Killian Gallagher, I can't talk enough about him. I seen him during the league and I was thinking that there's, there's a lot different about this guy this year. Like you could see glimpses in the past of what he was capable of in terms of ball winning ability. But you know the, the athleticism. It didn't look like the work was done. The work has been done here. He's in great physical shape, and he he tormented Kersalaz's full back line again. Um, like one seven is just outstanding scoring. And Pierce Smith. Usually, when you see Pierce Smith one five, you think okay, with well four of them or freeze. he didn't touch a free, and it was it was, he had that that yard of pace back that I haven't seen in Pierce. He's been troubled with injury for. Quite some time you know over the last few years, and we you wouldn't really associate him with being quick, but there was two or three of the scores where he was coming into a congested area and he needed to put on a bit of acceleration to get the shot away, got it away really quick and that the goal probably comes with a little bit of controversy i I, I think there was the there was a foul on Raymond galligan in my opinion uh, for the goal, but that's not his fault i think he 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 jumped in he went to compete um you know. Maybe committed a foul, but he got away with it either way. So you have to give it to him. I thought, I think Pierce actually—that's the best performance I've seen out of Pierce in, in in quite some time as well. So good to see him back. A former McGrory Cup winning captain—you want to see your 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 most talented and dedicated players playing well.
1: Yeah, great to see you. Great leadership qualities there, but always from from Pierce. So yeah, what a full forward line. We didn't even talk much about Grove but like, uh, kind of speaks for himself at the minute in the way he's playing. Yeah, he does indeed. He does indeed.
0: Folks, don't forget if you're looking for exceptional team or leisure, uh, leisure wear for your sports club, society or business, then look no further than Kiko Sports with a wide range of customizable apparel to keep your uh, players, members or employees looking sharp. Kiko Sports has you covered for further details, contact info at kicosports.ie or go onto the website kicosports.ie that's C-I-C-O sports.ie and the Kico Sports team of the week just to go through it from 1-15, to 15, Michael Shorten from Butler's Bridge is in goals, a full back line of Barry Fortune, Calvin Gills, Danny Cusick from Lavi and Fergal McKenna from Lara in the half back line, it's Kean Riley from Killigary, Chris Conroy from um, Lavi and James Brady from then, in the middle of the field, it's Owen Martin, Templeport, partnered by Philip Moyna from Lacken. Half-forward line is Sean Kenny. Sorry, no, half-forward line is Jack McKenna. From, sorry, Sean. Or, sorry, Sean. Uh, Adam Rehill from Mount Nugent at centre-half-forward and Liam Galligan from Templeport at wing-half-forward. And then a full-forward line of Pierce Smith from Crusher Law at 13. Killian Galligan from Lacken at 14. And coming in at 15 is Gerold McKiernan uh, completing the lineup. So well done to all. Um, moving on, folks, then to our Cavan Crystal Hotel Player of the Week. Don't forget, um, for your bed, for your banquet, your swim, or your gym, check out CavanCrystalHotel.com. You can call us today on zero four nine four three six zero six double zero or visit the website cavern crystal com. Um nominations we broke it down to Paul for the Cavan Crystal player of the week. There was a good uh, five I think was what we finished up with. Um Pierce Smith from Crushelaw uh Kean Riley from Killarney, Jack McKenna from uh Lara Liam Gallagher from Temple Port and Chris Conroy from Lavy Um the players you've seen on that, we we I suppose we already mentioned them, but
1: I, yeah, <clears throat> those those lads were all outstanding, um, and we, we mentioned them already, and we we're not point to come through how well they played again. Uh, it was a very close call, this, but in the end up we went for Chris Conroy. Um, he led the line so well for Lavie. He, he, he was everywhere. He was in the full back line. He was in the full forward line. He was kicking freeze. He, he was the outlet taking ball out of the fence, and at times he was getting on the end of moves as well. Um, he was beaten men. He was just I have to say he was absolutely immense. I was so impressed with him on the evening. I think it's probably the best game I've seen him play for Lavi, and he's played a lot of good ones. So um we went for Chris for, for our uh, Calvin Crystal player of the week. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Chris.
0: Um, an outstanding display. I'll be in contact with you for your for your voucher for the Calvin Crystal Hotel. Um, but well well done to you on that. Okay, then all we've left is we've time to reveal our DT1 menswear uh, week 3 top score, don't forget folks to check out DT1 menswear on Facebook and DT1 menswear superstore on Instagram, they do weekly videos showing off all the latest styles and slagging the hell out of each other, very very entertaining from Dave and, and Brian and Lee and all the lads in DT1 menswear there so don't forget to follow them on Facebook or Instagram the top score for the week Paul, you can reveal who it is
1: Top scorer for the week was Killian Gallagher, uh, with one seven. And that was that was well put together. One seven against Crushelaw. Uh it's not easy to get a score like that in the senior championship match against one of the top sides and, and he managed it. One four that came from play. Um you know, he's a he's a battering ram at full forward, but there is there's a iron there's a velvet Faced you know, in the Iron Club the <laughs> <laughs> to, to reverse, to reverse <laughs> that uh well known phrase or wicked balls, but whatever you way you want to say. It. But he's he's full of skill as well as power and everything else, and he he had a remarkably good game there. He's he's really catapulted himself now into into one of the best full forwards in, in the club game around at the minute. So well done, Killian.
0: Yeah, outstanding stuff. So, uh, Killian, I'll be in contact with you to get you your 50 euro, uh, voucher for DT1 menswear in Cavan. You're not just sharpshooting. You're going to be looking sharp now when you get that voucher under your belt as well. So, uh, thanks again to Dave and all the boys in DT1 menswear. Folks, don't forget to check out, um, our diehard service over on patreon.com forward slash we are where we do our previews and reviews of all the club championship games throughout the week. We also go through our ladies. Club Championship uh, previews and reviews with Eddie and Coyle, Eddie Halligan, Eddie the expert, we're calling him because his Absolutely. predictions are making an absolute uh, show of myself and, and Paul, but Eddie the expert joins us on that podcast as well over on, on the Die Hard Service. And as well as that, folks, if you're into the Junior Championship, the Michael Fitzpatrick Architects Junior Football Championship this weekend at five o'clock, you got to tune into to our MixLR page where we'll be basing ourselves in Breffney. Ryan Tully will be on the stats for me. He's going to be updating the spreadsheet as the scores comes in and we'll be having different reporters around the grounds getting updates from all of the most important games. So if you want to get a minute-by-minute blow of how the Michael Fitzpatrick Architects Junior Football Championship is panning out in the final round, there's a lot to play for here. Head on over to MixLR. Dot com forward slash we are cavin Search we are cavin and hit this, uh, the follow button on that one. It's all free. It's brought to you by Romar Energy for complete for free. So, um, you don't have to pay a penny for this one, but you get a great entertaining evening on Saturday for that one. Paul, thanks very much for listening. No, you're not listening. You're in <laughs> else for listening.
1: <laughs> yes, it was great. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great stuff. And Larry has put it over the bar. It was hard, fast football after that. You're in night yeah. Was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Cavan to get come back into the big time? And then the and it's over the lap and Cavan are not buried yet. Have them doing all they could to hold their lead. Derek the what a goal! Oh, yeah.
0: And over the bar, Fintman Cahill, what a day he is having! Oh,
1: this is brilliant by Cavan! Dandy-legged farmers
0: walking the roads near Virginia, hurrah, Yeah. Uh <laughs>